You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. While you were skipping stones, building forts and flying kites, I was missing school and on my Saturday nights. Other kids were climbing trees and rolling down hills. I was singing songs to pay my family's bills. Little me. Hello, I'm Mark Tuminelli, and you're listening to the Little Me Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome a young lady I've known since she was about 11. At the age of nine, she made her Broadway debut as young Nala in Dizzy's The Lion King. And earlier this year, she received rave reviews and an Outer Critics Circle nomination for her portrayal of Maria in the 2020 revival of West Side Story. She's a graduate of Juilliard as of like last week. And most importantly, she played Helene in my production of Sweet Charity, Two yes. years ago, like two years ago, like today, I'm thrilled to welcome Shireen Pimentel. Hi, Shireen. Hi. Hi, my friend. <laughs> I love seeing you. Even like this virtually, it makes me, it's warming my heart. Yeah. Um, so you've been very busy. You know. <laughs> I mean, not like music. right this second, but like the last year has been pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, congratulations on graduating Juilliard. No big deal. Very Thank easy you. school to get into. Very Absolutely. easy school to make it through. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so simple. It's it was the, fun. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk to me about that. Uh, that's a pretty big deal. Talk to me about Juilliard wrapping up that monster. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy to be wrapped and done, I think, with school in general, but with Juilliard. And um, I think a, a lot of people have asked what it was like to be on Broadway and also, you know, do my senior year. And um, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be because it's senior year and there's a lot less classes. Uh, so that was nice. And wrapping it up on Zoom was kind of weird at my parents' house. But um you do what you can to graduate. You have super cute photos, though, of you, like, with your little cap and gown and your, did you just do, like, a little fun sh photo shoot day? Yep. So, um, for my cap and gown photos, I told my mom, like, I was not missing out on that one tradition. And um, they sent us a cap. My mom bought a graduation gown. I bought a dress. And we just, like, traveled into the city the day before my graduation and, like, walked around Manhattan, basically, and took all my photos. Well, this is great because very few people will have their graduation photos with no one else in Times Square. So exactly. That's a really special thing that you will It was amazing. Like going to Times Square, there was no one bothering me. Like I just got to like quickly walk in, quickly. Elmo walk didn't out. ask you for a hug. You got to exactly. in and out. Awesome. 
Okay, so what is it about Juilliard that is so great? Like, what is everybody so good when they start and then it's just the ball keeps rolling? Or do they, like, make you brilliant? Talk to me about what happened. Like, why is everyone so good? <laughs> it's not that funny. It's just everybody's brilliant. It's hilarious. No, they really are. Um, I think that those, I think that people want, come in with a lot of talent and, and a wealth um, and, and, and this giving nature and this generosity. Um, and I, I said in, in my graduation post that truly what made me stay at Juilliard and, and make it through the four years were the people, uh, the teachers, but also the students and being able to be around them. I think that that building has a way of, bringing it out in you, bringing out more talent. And that's why kind of like the ball rolls and you see people progress within two or four years and, and then just go off and have like insane careers. Um, but I, I think that it always exists inside that person uh, before they get there. And, and a lot of the time they just kind of try to spot something within us and, and bring us to the school for us to like was, hang out on five floors. <laughs> was Juilliard always on your radar from when you were a kid? Like what, talk to me about how that came about. Yeah. Um, so it was on my radar when I was like 10, but, and I have a book somewhere in this house that says like, I want to go to Juilliard for musical theater. Um, which, you know, doesn't exist. I'm like, so, that's not a major there. <laughs> exactly. I didn't exactly know that that was a thing, but you know, I knew that there was Juilliard and I knew that there was a musical theater and I wanted to do both. Um, when I figured out that I couldn't do that, I actually scrapped Juilliard altogether and didn't want to go anymore um, because I, I wanted to major in musical theater. And I think that that was one of the most difficult parts of being there um, was watching all my friends go and do their shows each year and get to do their freshman, you know, showcase. And this person does the hatched and all this stuff was happening. <laughs> and like, I auditioned for all those programs and decided to go to like a classical um, vocal program. And I was, I was, I was definitely sad and like thought about transferring and thought about going to other schools. Was there um, another school that you were strongly considering? Oh yeah. Um, I was very strongly considering pace. I wanted to be in Manhattan. Well, that's um, so you could get hatched. You know, I was, I, every time I saw hatched, I was like, I was, I was bitter. I wanted to be a part of it. I really wanted to be a part of it. I'm not lying. Um, you can, but you've, you've done your own hatched. Keep going. <laughs> but I, it was, it was hard for me. Like I wanted to live in New York city and do musical theater. Um, now I do. And that's really, really exciting. But as, as a 17, 18 year old, as a freshman, um, you know, there was a lot of anger that, that came out and, and sadness of like missing my love. And, and I, as time went on, you know, you saw me my sophomore year. Cause I was like, I'm going to do a musical. And I was I, like, if it kills the greatest me, thing. I'm like, doing a musical. Um, and so you came to me to do sweet charity and I'm so oh, glad it we, was. we had so much fun and you were so brilliant. Yeah. And I was like, why is this girl want to do my show when she's like, at Juilliard and but if you and I love that your your need for musical theater was so great that you're like I am gonna do this on top of everything else and and get to sing and dance a little bit and I it was a really special experience okay let's talk about another special experience the yes. the last 12 months of your life um <laughs> which has been quite a roller coaster so 
Obviously, you were playing Maria in West Side Story to some pretty big acclaim up until just a couple months ago where things have quieted down. And I know your show will come back. So you're not someone I'm particularly worried about. Sometimes when I talk to like a mean girl, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to see the light of day again. But your show will come back. So talk to me about um, how West Side Story came up for you, the audition. Let's talk. Let's go from the beginning. Scratch. Here we go. The story. Here we go. Um, I was, you know, in the thick of audition season. I just signed with my agent in February and I was going out for anything and everything you could think of, especially like for any classical role that was coming up. It was, you know, thrown at me and that was really fun. Um, And I was at the at the end of my auditioning because I was going on tour uh, with an opera with our school for about 10 days and I had to go to Europe. So I was doing a whole week of like crash course, like auditions. It was every single day. (laughs) Um, And I just booked roadshow the day before my audition for West side. So that city center, this past summer. You know, got to be in the ensemble of that show and was just so excited to kind of have my first ever summer job. My first like, off-Broadway show and like job as an adult. It was like really exciting. Um, and then I was going to audition for Westside for the understudy ensemble track. Um, and it was a big day. So like I was insanely nervous and I did not think I would get, get anything. I was like, I just have to do well and then leave and leave the country. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I was like, tick tock, like we got to go. Mama's got to go to JFK. Um, and I got to London and, and really enjoyed that. Got to Paris and got an email, which I still have a screenshot of that email that I a hundred percent like text to my mother and was like, they want to talk about West side story. Like, (laughs) Oh my, like I had just had this long tray ride to Paris and long bus ride. And I get this like email that's like, Hey, could you FaceTime about West side today? Like just some stuff to talk about. It was casting or it was your agent. It was my agent. And I'm like at dinner, can't speak French and talking to all my friends, like, so when we go back, guys, like, I just have to get on the phone really quickly. We, like, barely have Wi-Fi, all mm-hmm. this stuff. <laughs> so we, like, walk back to our hotel, and, and they get on the phone and tell me, so they want you to audition for the role when you get back. They were talking about, could you come back early? I was like, no, re- like, can't. Um, they might throw me in a well if I try to leave, okay. uh, since we're about to do the show tomorrow. And my agent was like, no, I think we might be able to figure it out when you get back. So we did. Um, And there was a lot of back and forth just because I never got like a workshop or anything. I was kind of thrust from like my first audition to my final. Mm -hmm. And so they gave me the opportunity to do a few acting coachings. And I had to go to Colorado. And the day I was coming back, I was supposed to have my final audition with everybody in the room. The day before I got back to Colorado, they sent me an email and told me that no one could make it to that audition um, because no one was in the country and it was only going to be Bernie tells you it was me and Bernie and we were going to have a workshop. And I was like, great. I love that more opportunity to work the material, but the audition was being moved from seven o'clock to five o'clock. I was flying back into New York around one in the afternoon to like LaGuardia. So I had to book it. Uh, I, I like did my makeup in the car, got dressed in the car did a voice lesson really quickly and then just like hiked it over to Telsey and was like, hopefully it all works out. So we do a whole hour audition and they tape the whole thing and we work on a bunch of stuff. And 
we talk about, you know, wear this outfit and do your hair like this and all that kind of stuff. And I left and I was like, I think it was good. So the next few days, uh, I hear back from my agent saying, go on holiday. It's July 4th. Like, enjoy it. I'm going on holiday. Set up a little bit more time with the acting coach. Have fun. I start setting up the time with the acting coach and she's like, um, we actually have to pause. Like the producer said we have to halt. So we're not going to do that. Were you so and scared? I was like, oh yeah. I was like, so I call my mom. I'm like, they found someone else. I'm like, look, like Evo's not even in the country. Like watch Evo found somebody where he is and he's going to bring them here. And that's, what's going to happen. Or just anything. So I Evo, was like, the director, they, you, were yeah. sure, you were sure he had moved on. Great. Exactly. It was like, Evo, Evo saw my video, but he found somebody else and, and it's fine. It's going to be fine. You know, they're going to call me later and let me know. Um, so I like go to bed and, and have nightmares for about two nights, obviously. <laughs> I start dreaming about, you know, like my agent's going to drop me. And like, you know, I had a dream that I was like in West Side, but then like it couldn't go up, like it couldn't happen. And so it was awful. So July 5th, I was like, I'm well, going to work well, that out. Happened, but go ahead. <laughs> July 5th, I was like, I have to work out. I can't do this. And I'm like mid kettlebell swing and like think I'm answering the phone to my mom. And it was my agent instead. <laughs> tell, and I'm like panting and like sweaty. And he proceeds to tell me that uh, they watched a tape of the of the workshop that I did and just cast me from that. And that was it. I was playing Maria in West Side Story. And, and I, then- I like... I just like dropped to the floor. Exactly. (laughs) Dropped to the floor, like sobbing. Two people were in the gym staring at me. Um, And I left the gym and like walked from 65th street all the way down to radio city, just like elated and, and ended up like closing the deal within like two days. You're like, yes, anything you want. I don't need a car. I don't need a dress. You're like, I'm in. It was, it was Don't negotiate for anything. Like by the time I got to Radio City, my agent was calling me back and he was like, they need to close the deal now. We got to talk. And so we were on the phone over and over just trying to figure that out. And it and was they announced um, it like July 4th weekend, right? It was like that, the 5th or the 6th or something. They did it, they did it on the Wednesday. So mm-hmm. um, it was supposed to be on Monday. And then there was like a little mistake that came out on a Twitter on Tuesday. And then Wednesday it came out. And we were like, prowling the internet Uh so we found like we were hunting it was a very exciting day when i saw it so um thanks for the heads up but and the uh, funny thing was i was in midtown manhattan when it happened i woke up like didn't take a shower and i was like i'm gonna go buy my mom something nice and i like go take a walk go to like a sample sale went to pandora and i'm walking home and my phone's dying because it is getting so many messages. And I was like, what's happening? Like what? I, and because I was, I was like, uh, the announcement's never coming out. It's fine. <laughs> so I have my phone die and I'm like walking through New York. Like what's ha- like, like it died instantly. And then I get back to my car and like, I I didn't know what to do. <laughs> By the time I turned, cause my mom came to visit, um, that's why I was like buying her stuff because she was coming into the city. Um, and it had to get to a point of like, I looked at as much as I could and then I had to let it die again and like put it away because there was just so much going on. 
Well, uh, it's very exciting when people who are awesome and you love get great things. Yeah. And so I was very, I also was very proud of you and very happy. Thank you. Um, okay. So then you had to wait a while before you started rehearsal. Talk to me about, um, was there training going on? What were you doing to get ready to like start? Because you have to walk in and prove yourself now as an adult, you had been on Broadway as a little kid, which we'll talk about if we have time, but you, you know, you, this is it. This is like, welcome. Here she is world. And I know you had a show in between it doing, um, the show at city center, but, yeah. but what'd you do to prepare yourself to start rehearsals with Evo? It seems to me like he could be really scary, but you could tell me, and, <laughs> um, you know, for the world to see you play this iconic part. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I, I did a lot of training. I did, um, mostly just with the script. I knew a lot of the music and I didn't know if we were going to make any changes, which we didn't make many to the music. Um, but I just took the original script and used the exact same acting coach that they had uh, for the auditions and just went through it just so I had some understanding of just like ideas to bring when we finally walked into the room and just, just you know, did my homework on my own. Uh, it was obviously a different concept and I knew that I just didn't know what the concept was. So I was willing to make up my own idea and try to bring that to the table. And if that was completely off from what Eva wanted, then trying to understand what his vision was, um, for the show. And so that was definitely a big thing for me. Um, and there was just a lot of downtime. Also, I was kind of trying to get my body ready for what I was about to experience, um, of like long and also mentally just like long days. And, and it was a completely new life of like, I was going to press events and also at rehearsal and also going to fittings all day. And, and it, it was nonstop working all the time. Um, so I took that time to center myself at school. I, I was an orientation leader and so got to kind of welcome the freshmen in and, and, and did some stuff that like I had been doing for years. I also fit in, you know, the John Mulaney like sack lunch bunch special. Oh, do you want to talk there. about that in we'll, Or we want to get back to it. But you know, you, but we'll get, we're we going to get like, to sack lunch. We just, we just like snuck that in there. So I was just trying to like I was also trying to make my spaces, like my safe spaces and my home and, um, and yeah, ready, give ready my, to go. yeah, yeah, give myself all of that because I knew that once I got into the schedule, I couldn't think about where's my safe space? Where can I, you know, wind down? Where can I do all these things? I needed to already kind of have that ingrained in my body. And so I did try to set all of that up, um, during the summer. What was the rehearsal process like? Um, it was grueling and, like, and exhausting. I just saw you like, I just saw you like put on a 15 pound backpack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a lot. It was, um, exciting at the same time because this cast is so talented and so supportive. So we had long days of like sweating and just like complete exhaustion of your body um and there was still so much love and support felt in that room and i i couldn't have gotten through it with different people those people were just there every step of the way and and i appreciated that it was grueling and and hard because we were we did and at that time we were taking a show um that everyone knows and yeah. changing it and so it felt like taking a new show 
and building it. Well, during that process, were you worried like, oh God, people are not going to go for this. Like we can't, we need to have, this is West Side Story. Did you feel any uh, need to sort of get back to where the show started or you were free to fly? Like, what were you thinking during that? I think both. Um, Sometimes, the only times that I felt like, oh, maybe we have to go back was when it was my stuff that I was working on. Um, And I think it's just because I've seen West Side Story before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you you hold on also sometimes to like the the stage directions that are written in the script. And and, um, I think until an actor and a director are able to kind of like talk it out and get on the same page, it can be hard at first. But Evo actually is really, really good. He, he is an actor's director and he is really good at sitting down with you and being like, let's hash it out. Like, let's talk it out. Let me try to explain to you what this idea is. And sometimes he'll go back and, and a week later, completely change an idea. If you're like, I don't know if this works. And he's like, just try it. And a week later, he'll be like, no, it's not working. Let's change it. Um, and so I loved that understanding that he had, but there were other times that I saw something and I said, you know, people aren't going to like it, but I think it's good. And I think it's great. And, and I loved being able to watch that and say, we're going to ruffle some feathers, but like, I'm willing to, um, to make what we're making. And, and I liked that. How is your Maria different than everyone else who's done it? Yeah. Uh, well, my Maria is very strong willed. And a lot of what Evo said was, um, she always knows exactly what she wants um, in, in everything. She knows exactly how she wants it to go. And I loved that. It was hard for me to, to take on. And I think that that's just a problem of um, being a woman and being in society. And, and it's hard um, to be a strong woman and always be outspoken. Um, and But that he really gave me space to explore that and try to create that. And um, I, I just... I loved being able to see, even though that she is young, she has so much to offer, um, so much more than just falling in love with somebody. She she has just so much agency over her life and makes every single decision, um, and it's a grave decision to her. Um, and and I love that. And I also think that I have a curly hair wig, and like I got to be ethnically like. Correct. I loved it. I got to be a Puerto Rican woman. I got to be who I am on stage every night. And, and I, yeah, I relished in that. Every day. Do, you, do you feel like you have a job to do as, you know, in that way that you're like serving a, a demographic and you, what kind of pressure do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that I have a job to do and, and I, I'm glad that I got to take it on and always wanted to. I think that I have the job of being able to show, first of all, women of color, um, but also Hispanic women of color, that you can be strong and that doesn't make you loud and that doesn't that doesn't make you all of these other things that might be looked at as negative um it's actually a really positive thing and it is really great to have a strong woman um and then i think on top of that being able to show that hispanic women there's not one look and you don't have to fit this one idea that there is so many other ways that we look and and um, you can be 
you know, of a darker complexion and still be able to identify in this way because that's your ethnicity and that's your culture. Um, and, and I'd love to be able to show that to people because I think that it is something that I did miss um, in my childhood. And, and I really appreciate being able to go out to the stage door and people ask me, are you Puerto Rican? And being able to say yes, because I am. <laughs> you know, I, I just think it's so important. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You had a very long preview process. Probably yes. the longest of since like Spider-Man. Um, yeah. So what kind of things were happening during that? I know there were some injuries and, um, but what, what was going on during all those, all those weeks of previews for you? Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot. Uh, <laughs> previews, uh, you know, rehearsals were a fixed schedule. And, and I think that that got easier and easier as time went on, but previews was always, you know, you went home and, and at midnight you were like, so what are we doing tomorrow? Am I sleeping in or am I going to be there at 10 AM? Um, and, and we were just making adjustments. I think that, uh, I think that our show needed to be on stage and needed to be experienced by people every single night to be able to evolve. Um, and there was only so much we could do inside the room and in tech. Um, and so I, I really loved having the a long preview process. I did because it gave me more time to play with the character and gave me more time to play with what we were given. Um, but it's just, it was hard to simulate all of the elements that we have in that show without, you know, doing it and, and especially was, doing it for people. What was your opening night like for you? Crazy <laughs> opening night. I don't think I slept for like 48 hours uh, by the time I did get into bed uh because well, you're still young so you could do that now when you're in your 18th probably show you're gonna have to go directly to bed yes like so, i soak it up i also like when i was done i was like i regret staying up for that long but we also did the today show um that morning so i had to be up at like 4 a.m <laughs> so that was that was a lot to like get dressed go get my hair and makeup done and then you know do the today show at 8 a.m and then head to the theater, drop stuff off at 11 o'clock. And as you go into the theater, you know, you feel, you feel that something's happening that night and there are gifts around and you're like, Oh no, like, here we go. Um, got my nails done, which took like three hours. I'm like in an Uber booking it, barely ate any food that day because I'm like running all over the place. You do the, like the legacy robe and, and just running, 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 running. And I'm like, okay, everything's ready. Let's go. And it felt like you had to like pull the trigger on this show. And, but the rest of the night you had to do the show and then get off stage and it rains. So you have to like completely, like I had to shower completely and start all over again. There was no way I can like use a little bit of my show makeup for like <laughs> nope. opening night. Nope. All of it had to go. My hair had to be completely like blow dried, flat iron, all the things again. So it took a long time to get ready as well. Um, and I remember walking through that 
party after and saying like, I don't think that there can be a night in my life that'll top this. And I hope that there is, I hope that it it pops up at some point, but But right now it feels pretty special. Yes, it was, it's definitely like, you know, one of the top three highlights in my life. Um, because yeah, there, there was just, uh, it's something that I, I think I say a lot, but there was a lot of love in that room and I appreciated it. I, I appreciated what people had to say about our work and how they took to it and how they were o- able to open their minds and their hearts to what we were showing them. Were you surprised about how positive the reaction was? I mean, not only were the reviews great, but the audience reaction to seeing such a different West Side Story. Did you think that was coming or were you unsure? I actually, I I, I felt like it, there was um, a possibility of it coming because of, you know, our preview process and being able to see how people were taking to it um, at that point. Especially like even in the beginning to see where we started on our first preview to where we ended. It, it's a different show in a lot of parts. Um, and to see that a lot of people, even our final dress saw that and and they were taken aback and incredibly interested and to see people come and see our show multiple times over and over and over again. Um, I knew that there was definitely going to be a large majority of people that were going to enjoy the show. And, and that was exciting. Um, just, just to know that, yeah, they were willing to open up and, and willing to take in what we were giving. So the, obviously West Side Story is such an enormous history, uh, incredible women being part of the show and uh, have basically serving up their careers and allowing them to start. Uh, what interactions have you had with people who've been involved in the show in the past? Yeah. Uh, so we had Carol Lawrence come to the show the day before. I used to do Carol Lawrence's workout VHS when I was a little kid. Yes. You know that that exists. Yes. That's, like a, that's a thing. I did not know oh. that. I think it's on YouTube, Shereen. It will blow your mind. She teaches you T for two. It's choreography and she's in like a, it's like in a crush velvet. It, it's, it's shocking. But I used to do Carol. That's my experience with Carol Lawrence is I used to work out with her when I was like seven. Okay. So Carol Lawrence. I'm looking that up later. You're going to die. Text me when you see it. I will. <laughs> yeah. You know, she came and, and it was such a great experience to talk. I, I always say great or excellent, but it really was. I, I, everything that has happened in this past year has been mind blowing. Um, but to talk to her about like being with Leonard Bernstein and being there creating this show, um, and being able to see the history and the legacy, uh, there, there were no words for that because you hope, all you hope is that you're doing service to the show, especially in a revival. You hope that you're doing service to the people that wrote it and and the reason why they wanted it to exist in the first place. Um, and to have someone who was a part of it from the beginning come and really enjoy it. And What kind um, of things did she tell you? She just told us about, about Bernstein's like kindness and, and the kindness that he showed to her as she created the the role. Um, and we also had the original Chino who was there and he said, you know, I, I really think that he would have liked, it was Isaac and I who were in the room and he was like, I really think he would have liked both of you. And, and having someone say that was like, what else can you say? Like, thank you. I, I yeah, that's all I can hope for. That's, yeah. that's all I could want is because I'm, I, I'm not much of a writer. I'm, I'm a performer and um, people can give me things and I hope that I'm able to create what they want 
at the end of the day, what, what they were imagining. Um, How involved was Sondheim with this? Like, did you see him at all? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Sondheim was definitely involved and he was there at many previews. Is that um, like so terrifying? <laughs> I, yes. But I also like, because I met him at Roadshow, it was like a You basically easier, only do Sondheim but, shows now? <laughs> anybody hit me up, Sondheim, my thing, no, I'm joking, anything. Um, so you but, just work with him on Roadshow? Yeah. Um, and... It, he was so heavily involved in Roadshow. He was always there. Um, and so at least having that like small encounter. Did you go over to him and be like, I'm Maria, buddy? Oh, um, they, on like our first meet and greet, like casting director, like pulled me and was like, hey, Sondheim, this wow. is your new Maria, like in Westside. Like she's in the ensemble here, but she's going to play Maria in a few months. And then he was like, you better do good. And I was like, I'm going to try. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, you just say yes to Sondheim, but yes. no, he was, he was a part of it. He was a part of the music and, and, you know, we were working on orchestrations and um, he, he was just there and, and I appreciated that. And after our first preview, Bernie Telsey was like, you know, Sondheim wants to, wants to talk to you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, OK, like, let me fix myself. Like, let's do this. Um, and it was nice to know that he enjoyed the way that I played Maria and he enjoyed our cast and what we did. Um, yeah. It, at the end of the day, I feel like that's that's all us as performers want, like to know that we did justice to um, what they gave us. It's also so legendary. It's not like doing thoroughly modern Millie revival, <laughs> you know, like this is, this show has so much significance um, yeah. for so many people as it's a cultural moment. It's a, uh, it's one of the greatest musicals ever written, you know, and it has had so much success on Broadway and obviously as a film now, another film, which is going to be really interesting to see how that sort of fares. Um, okay. So we have to keep, we have to, we have to talk about other things. I want to talk about West side all day, but yeah. We, the next thing on my list is uh, is our sack lunch bunch. Yeah, sack lunch. Okay, so you sing. Do flowers exist at night? I do. Um, how did that job come up? <laughs> okay, so uh, if you have not paused, everyone pause what you're listening to. Go YouTube. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but um, I'm sure you have to watch uh, sack lunch bunch, John Mulaney. Uh, and the song is Do Flowers Exist at Night? And it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Yes. Um, so I got, I, I was at orientation and every so often I, I had to check my social media and, and everything because I was living a new life. Like, like I had never had so many people know who I was, um, ever. And so, you know, I was getting messages and people asking me to do things and, um, kind of trying to navigate that for the first time, but on my website and also 
on my Instagram, I got the same message from one woman saying that she's John Mulaney's manager and he's doing this project and wanted to know if I was available. Um, a few minutes after reading those messages, I got a phone call from my agent and he's like, Hey, um, John Mulaney's manager, like, wants you to do this thing. Like they heard you sing. Are you available? I was like, well, no, I'm in orientation training, but like, if you can tell me what day, like I can try to make myself available. So we like figure this whole thing out. And he's like, it's going to be really easy. I think it's just a song with kids. It's like this kid special. That's like not really for kids, but it's also for kids. And I was like, okay, sure. He's like, that's all I get. That's the only way I really can describe it to you. Um, but I'm going to send you the music and, um, you're going to go in tomorrow at 4am to Brooklyn and shoot this. I was like, okay. So I open it and said, do flowers exist at night? I was like, what is this? So I like listen to the whole song. I'm like, oh, this sounds kind of cute. And I listen to my line. I'm like, all right, I can like, I can get down with this. I get a phone call. It's like, hey, um, this is costumes. And, and we, we just, we're just wondering some stuff. Do you have any like flowy dresses? I'm like, no. Um, and they're like, oh yeah. Also, what is your hair length? I'm like, it's like shoulder length. They're like, yeah, we want really long hair. We're just going to put you in a wig. They're like, what's your size? We're just going to go get you a dress. And they're like, we just hope everything fits. I'm like, great. Okay. Um, and, and I hop into this car and show up at Brooklyn, um, in Brooklyn and by five o'clock in the morning and they're like, okay, so we're going to like record the music. And I was like, you want me to hit a high B right now? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, could I just like warm up real fast? They're like, yeah, 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 of course. It's like, great. So I, they're like, this is your dressing room. I go in and I was like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? And they like, try on these two dresses they're like the long white one that's it and we do makeup and 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 wig and and I like record the music and I'm just like blown away by what's happening so quickly it's so early and I'm like where am I going now and they're like okay you're gonna go on set and there's like John Mulaney sitting there and he's like oh my gosh hi you sound amazing like thank you so much for being a part of this like I really appreciate it I was like why are you thanking me? Like right are you, now, are you a fan of his? Like, do you yes. follow them? Yeah, yeah, and he's hilarious. And so like, great. I'm a huge fan of like Big Mouth, oh. so I was like freaking out. And he's he's like, yeah, thank you. Like, I appreciate it. Also, this is before Westside even started, so I'm like, I'm a little nobody from nowhere. <laughs> so you don't have to. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and it was such a nice day we because you know there are two kids who are in the video and we played heads up the entire time right. um and they put me on this spinning disc with like a fan and they Zell were like, is in your yeah. Zell is in that number right yeah yeah he's the best yeah. um and and Oria yeah mm -hmm. and they said think of an ABBA music video they're staring off into the distance uh but but they don't but you never know what they're actually looking at but you're like interested in what they're looking at. And I, and I remember that like to this day, I'm like, yep, that that's all I remember from that day. I was like, all right, cool. We can do that. Um, well, and then I wrapped it. Like, yeah. Oh, it was like, it was amazing. I was like, yes. Um, and we wrapped it like 
10 o'clock in the morning and I was done. And then it came out and like, I didn't realize how many people were going to watch it. So I had friends for months, like experiencing the special (laughs) and being like, why didn't you tell me you were in this? I was like, I'm, I'm just singing a little bit. Like, I don't, I I don't know what's going on here. It's like a surprise all of a sudden they're sharing and it's, it's so unexpected because it's like drink or cow. It's like, it's like a lot of very, you know, like it's a lot of very famous people. Yes. Um, I don't think Jane Krakowski's in it at all. I think I just made that up. But um, there's, you know, there you are. Like Andre DeShields. Andre like, DeShields. Oh, God, that number Jake is so Jill funny. Hall. Yeah, everybody watch it. Um, Annalie yeah. Ashford, my fave. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's a very cool thing. Can we go back? We don't have a ton of time, but talk to me about being this little, like, nine-year-old girl. Where do you get this idea that you have to perform? Who kind of who leads you to Broadway? How do you get to Lion King? Yeah, um, me. Okay, me, that's the way me. it normally works. Yeah, With kids who aren't crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just me. I went and saw a few musicals. I wanted to be a professional ballet dancer first. I was like, prima ballerina, that's my life. And then I saw The Lion King and um, that was it. I, I told my parents that I wanted to be in The Lion King and about a year later I was. Um, and that came about from like looking for auditions on the DisneyChannel.com website and finding one for kids. It was an open call and my parents like kind of taking that leap of faith with me because no one else does theater in my life. Um, and yeah, I, I have recently got a lot of questions about like, what's my experience in the industry in general. And I have had to definitely say it's positive, but it's because my start there was the Lion King. And that, that is a unicorn of a show of like, it is predominantly people of color. And so I, really saw myself and and felt like I could do anything and and I could be a part of this because um I just saw so many people that look like me um and I think that that inclusion is so important because I sometimes I think without that I may have joined later into the industry or maybe not at all like but you knew there was a place for you because you could you were part of something that was about being having a place for you yeah yeah yeah, it was just, it, it was amazing because The Lion King got me to singing. That like led me to that water and I ended up like, I don't know, gobbling the whole like ocean, but, you know, falling in love with singing. But if that didn't happen, I think I may have stayed on the track of being a dancer and maybe become like, I don't know, a dancer on Broadway. But but it it really changed my trajectory and I, I have to thank that show and that amount of inclusion and diversity um, for me, even having what I have now and doing what I do. What do you remember most? If there was like a moment you remember most about that experience? Yeah. um, I remember how amazing that cast is with kids. Uh, They did so much for us. We have cookie competitions and chili cook-offs and sweets and treats day. They also do haunted houses and all of these things are for the kids. So um, we get to judge the competitions. Uh, Sweets and treats and haunted houses are for us to be able to walk through uh, the dressing rooms and like basically go trick-or-treating since we normally can't. And sweets and treats is for Christmas um, or just holidays in general. And you get to kind of just like, have really nice and fun holiday treats. 
Um, and then we got a very specific thing that our physical therapist did called the Cub Olympics. And we got to like work out and like see who won the Olympics, at, you know, like for us kids. And they, they took just, care of you. Yeah. And they yeah. just made up all of this fun stuff that they never had to, to make us feel really normal and, and like kids. And I really appreciated that. I love it. How do you go back to kind of those teen years after you have this experience being 10 or 11 on Broadway? And then, you know, it's a big chunk of time before you're back on Broadway and I know you're training and things like that. How do you focus back to being a regular kid, going to school, still with your eye on this prize? Talk to us a little bit about how hard that is or the challenges in that. Yeah, that's, that's hard. That's, um, I remember, you know, being very melodramatic, um, when Lion King was over for me. And I remember one day before school listening to what I did for love and like sobbing, like, like 10, 11 years old, like listening and like what I did for love. And like my mom, this is my story. Yeah. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just miss it so much. And (laughs) it was so hard to say, like, this thing that you love doing, like, you you can't do it right now. Um, And, and you need to maybe wait and learn a lot of stuff um, and experience some other stuff before you go back and do it again. Um, Is is that what you in the pageants? Yeah, so yeah. I, I I was doing pageants um, before I did Lion King, and then I stopped, and then I went back into it, and it was just a fun hobby to pick up, and I I still sometimes think about doing them just because I have a competitive side to myself, but I don't really like competing in like singing or music. I think that that is so. Um, I think it's so difficult to, to compete in that way. I don't know why in that. I, I just feel like there's no need for a competition, uh, even though I've done some of them. But pageants gave me a different outlet and, and gave me something else to do. Um, and yeah. It seems like it's great training for so many girls that I know have been involved in it. If you're, if you're using it in the right way and you're yeah. like Miss Teen New Jersey perfect or something, what is your... I was Miss New Jersey's Outstanding Teen yes, <laughs> in 2015. But yeah, it, it gave me a lot. I think it I think it helped, especially now with like, I do so much press. I do so many interviews and, and go to events and all this stuff. And, and I do thank, um, thank the pageant world for like putting me in the spotlight and, and putting me on the spot to be able to answer so many things. And, and now being an adult, being able to kind of deal with all of that. Um, yeah, it made, it made things a lot easier now. So before we get into what you're obsessed with in our questions, I have to talk about it. Audra McDonald because Hit me obviously I, I know that when I hear you sing, it brings up a little bit of an Audra flair for me. And I feel like it's very exciting. Yes. Not that you are just like her, but there's a, there's a reminiscent <laughs> moment. Um, yeah. I'm sure people say that to you all the time. <laughs> um, it comes up. I think I also bring her up. She was, she was and is uh, one person that I modeled uh, my career after. Um, I mean, and, a, good, a great choice. If oh yes, <laughs> you know, not not like a not like a uh, just her. No, no, no. She's phenomenal. She's you know top of the top person to like look up to. Um, and so yeah, when people tell me anything of like. You just a little like you know reminiscent of Audra like you know sometimes I think of Audra I'm like that is the 
highest compliment you can ever give me. And sometimes I think that she thinks I'm some crazy lady somewhere um, because I talk about her everywhere. Have you not met her? No, Um, but I love her. We need to make that happen. Yeah, I I think she's great. (laughs) I don't know if I can make that happen, but it might not be. Someone's got to make it happen. Um, Okay, so we don't know when you're when Westside will return, but yes. Hope, yes. And um, we're keeping the light shining bright in our minds and our hearts. And I know that you will be back on Broadway before we know it. Yeah. So we just have to get through. Are you doing okay? Dealing with the, it's sort of like the, the strangest thing in the world to have this hi, hi, you guys just opened. And then, you know, this happened. So are Boom. you, are you all right? I'm, I'm good. I, I wasn't good at first, but okay. um, time has gone on and, I've been able to, you know, connect with people in the cast, pick up a lot of hobbies. I now have a newborn puppy. Well, not newborn, but he's like two months old. You know, it's pretty new. Yeah. Like, like a baby. And so I feel like a a mom who like is sleep deprived now, Um, you know, but yeah, it was definitely hard. It's gotten easier and, you know, getting the outer critic circle it it so was a yeah it was really exciting and definitely something that like uplifted my spirits in in this time um but yeah just just well, kind of riding out the wave the tony season of the year that you're in will go on forever and so my fingers exactly. are very crossed and i thought that that would be something we'd be celebrating right now together but we'll just do it whenever it happens when it happens um, because you're the most brilliant and i just think you're just so talented and i always have since you're in musicville the musical yes <laughs> at the children's musical <laughs> theater festival probably workshop okay yes. So other than your puppy might be the thing you're obsessed with, but what is getting you through this time? What is your obsession? What is your recommendation for the, the thousands of people who listen to this? Um, what, what can we, what can, what should we be doing right now? Uh, right now I'm watching dynasty. I think it's amazing. Wait, like a real, like dynasty from like when I was a boy. No, 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 not that. The reboot of dynasty that now exists. (laughs) There's, three seasons I think on Netflix and um I want to be Fallon Carrington right now uh just just I want to create a dynasty and live that life uh so there's that and I'm re-watching Vampire Diaries I am knitting so you know picking up every single yeah, hobby picking up all the hobbies that existed so um I played the guitar I played the piano I painted I was knitting I baked I made jam I started making my own sweet tea any so of yours those a ideas girl entangled Yes. Yes. Got it. Cool. Basically, any of those ideas I recommend because they were very fun. Well, my obsession this week is going, we're bringing it back to Big Mouth. Um, we're we're rewatching all of Big Mouth. Uh, we have yes. them for the last couple of weeks, and it truly is the best way to end the day. It is the silliest, most ridiculous, and amazing TV show of all time. And even yeah. if you don't love cartoons, like I'm not obsessed with cartoons, but I think it's pretty brilliant. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm um, giving you big mouth. Okay, are you ready Let's for the Broadway Workshop quickfire questions? This is a list of questions put together by me and some Broadway Workshop students. Just go with your first thoughts. Are you ready? Favorite fast food? Chipotle. Favorite vacation location? Uh, uh, nice, France. Nice. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Scariest thing about Juilliard? We start easy. See, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, scariest thing. Uh, 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 not feeling like you um, are good at what you do. First Broadway show you ever saw. 
uh, I can't fully remember, but it was somewhere between Beauty and the Beast, Chicago, and Rent. Okay, so it was one of those three things. One of those o- three. Only one appropriate for children. Um, <laughs> do, do you did you have braces? Yes. If you I had took a, them off for the Lion King. Oh, good good reason. Um, if you had a yacht, what would you call it? Thor. That's my dog's name. If you, okay, this is the weirdest question, but it's great. If you could star in any Broadway show, you're a human, but everyone else is a puppet. What is the show? Hand to God. I think that would actually be okay, funny. Well, then there's, yeah. I know there's a puppet already in it, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> such an actress. Um, what would your superhero power be? Uh, the ability to fly. Me too. Um, do you feel pretty? Uh right now i don't i don't think so i feel yes i feel tired (laughs) what what store do you shop in the most when you can go to stores yeah um uh, i did have a store i was shopping a lot zara that's where i was shopping a lot can you name one show on tlc uh, there used to be dance moms right i think that was on that's on it's on lifetime fail um okay Do you want to play full regular adult Nala? Yeah. Do you know any songs in MAME? No. (laughs) What do you want on your bagel? Uh, uh, Butter and honey. Ooh. Favorite thing in your dressing room? Uh, My TV. Timon or Pumbaa? Timon. Yeah. Strangest stage door interaction. Yeah, so I have two. There was one man who came up to me and told me, you know, you guys really need a balcony. And I think this was the first preview. And I laughed a little bit. And he was like, no, I'm serious. And I was like, whoa, sir, I'm very sorry. Like on the set, like your set needs a balcony. Yeah, we don't have a balcony for the balcony scene. Um, So he was like, you guys need a physical balcony. And then my other one was not a full on interaction, but I was walking out of the stage door and a man on full blast in his car was playing I Feel Pretty. All right. Well, I like that. (laughs) Um, What is your go-to album for a car trip? Uh. Usher Confessions. Do you bake? Yes. Best opening night gift? My mom got me those um, flowers that last forever. Wait, what are flowers that last forever? Like plastic flowers? I I, I think that they're like flowers that are painted so that they stay. Oh, I love it. But they smell amazing. Like, Yeah, I loved it. That's a good gift. Um, I want blank. Yeah, they say forever. I want blank movie to be a musical. Oh, no. Uh, I, I want any Marvel movie to be a musical just because I want to play a Marvel superhero. All right. What role should Patti LuPone... Let's do that again. What role should Patti LuPone play in your production of West Side Story? All of them, like, share. Like, that share video, I'd love to see it. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite app on your phone? Uh, right now, TikTok. Would you be willing to clean the Broadway theater so you can go back to work? Absolutely. If you could have dinner with one person, living or dead, who would it be? Uh, Viola Davis. What is something we should know about pageants? Um, that 90% of pageants actually has to do with public speaking and community service. Have so, you... S- yeah. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> so... 
so yeah, it's not all about looks. Great. It's not all about looks. You like it. Have you seen the musical Smile? I've never seen it, but I know it. And of course I know Disneyland. Uh, what is your go, what is your go-to food in between shows? Uh, Chipotle. Have you, um, where am I? Oh, have you ever eaten at TGI Fridays? Yes. Wasn't it gross? Yes. <laughs> weirdest, ex- <laughs> weirdest experience as a child actor. Oh, um, there was a bomb threat near the Lion King when I was at the Lion King and they shut down the streets and like we almost could not get out of the theater. Like we did the performance, but our parents like had special clearance to like come pick us up so we could go home. Yeah. Do you watch any shows on Bravo? No, I feel like I do, but I, I always ask all my guests this. Can you name two Real Housewives? Uh, yes, Jill um and Ramona you're only the second person who's been able to do this in your episode 10 so <laughs> that just I don't know um very nice <laughs> name a musical you're okay with never seeing again oh uh honeymoon in Vegas if, if you go back if you can go back in time and see any Broadway show what would it be ragtime the original have you left a show at intermission no what movie can you watch over and over a walk to remember. One thing you want people to know about you. Wow. Um, I don't know. I feel like people know a lot about me already, which is weird. All right. Well, that's what um, well, you take it. <laughs> I, think no, but, um, I don't think people realize that you're funny. That like, you know, I just think when people sing like you, they're like, well, she couldn't possibly be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I always tell people like, I've, I've had people watch my interviews and they're like, wow, that was really funny. I'm like, you know, the secret to that is you just laugh at yourself. Well, you find yourself funny and hopefully they'll find you. Yeah, hopefully someone will find you funny. Um, <laughs> okay. So tell the people where they can follow you and find out more about what you're up to and all that fun stuff. You can always follow me at Shireen Pimentel. I make it super easy. It's just my first and last name on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. All right, TikTok. Shireen, it's been such a joy to catch up with you. You made my whole day. I love seeing your face. I'm so proud of you. I just think you're like so special and where I'm so excited to see what's after West Side and what's after that. And it's going to be a really fun ride and we all get to be a part of it. So that's yeah. very cool. Um, yeah. Reminder to everyone to subscribe to the Little Me podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mark Tuminelli, T-U-M-M-I-N-E-L-L-I. And uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. Shereen, thank you for being here. And uh, guys, stay safe, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you, listeners. This podcast is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and the Broadway Podcast Network and edited by Derek Gunther. For more information on the Little Me podcast, go to bpn.fm slash little me. And follow me on Instagram at Mark Tuminelli or on Twitter at That Tuminelli. And for more information on workshops, classes, and everything Broadway Workshop, go to broadwayworkshop.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.